This week on The Stack, we talk about some updates coming to Google Search Console and Wistia. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Stack. Today is October 3rd, and it is episode 69 for Today, season three. Yeah. Today's an important date, guys. Why is that? On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. <laughs> Meeting girls. Oh, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> you haven't seen a lot Sorry. of movies. I know. Um, if you've never listened to our show before, <laughs> we come to you every week with some updates in the marketing, sales, and tech world. I'm your host, Ryan Sylvester, and I'm joined by... Tim Staberski. And Kelsey Miller. And today, we are going to be going over some Google Search Console stuff and some updates coming to Wistia. How is your week going, guys? What day of the week is it? Today's Thursday. Wow. Like is, it this, Thursday? is it It is Thursday. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. This week, uh, I know I say this all the time, but like this week has been a blur. Yeah. Yes. Um, in ways that I feel like this week didn't really start until yesterday because you were out of the office for the first time. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So that I, might be the, the, the reason. I'm actually, uh, uh, that's a good point. I, I, I didn't even think about talking about that, but I was up at HubSpot for Monday and Tuesday for account agency account management essentials, which was great. And I had um, one of our old, I forget. uh, So our old account manager. Old account manager uh, was actually one of the teachers in this class. And it was really cool. I don't know if, you know, if you are a HubSpot agency or work with HubSpotters, it's a really cool um, class to go through and you, you learn about how you can better map your customer journey for your clients or, you know, just do it for yourself. There's a lot of cool little tidbits in there, yeah. and uh, it's definitely worth checking out. And Erica, if you're listening, I am just as awkward as <laughs> I used to be, but yeah. I've grown into it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think so. She did remember <laughs> you and Sean, which was cool. But yeah, it, it was a cool class. Uh, diving right into the stuff that we have today. So um, launching today is a new interface for change of address. And if you don't know what that is, that's if you are changing the address to your website page and Google. So specifically like your domain or, or something, right. if you're migrating domain um, or subdomain, yeah. right? Sorry. So with this is, um, some kind of do's and don'ts that Google is suggesting when using this tool. So when not to use this tool, if you are changing your address from HTTP to HTTPS, so if you're putting an SSL certificate on your website to make it secure, it's not necessarily a change of address. You're just adding something to your site. So you wouldn't want to use it here. Second one is moving pages from one location to another. Um, that's if you're doing, you know, pepperlandmarketing.com slash blog to pepperlandmarketing.com slash blogs. You wouldn't want to use it here. That's just like restructuring your page Taxonomy? Is that the correct yeah, use? Yeah, for, the, for that. Is that, that, is that, that, that the correct of, use? I, I'm not positive on the terminology, <laughs> okay. but for that case, you would just be using like a redirect. Okay, yeah. Um, moving between www and non-www in the same domain. Again, you're not using it there. Um, and they give you some homework before you make these changes. So you're obviously going to want to implement 301 redirects from your old homepage to your new homepage, and they also recommend implementing 301 redirects for the canonical pages on your old site. It's super important. 
And whenever we're doing kind of some kind of migration or big change like this, we do extensive testing on our three hundred ones just because it's obviously very very important. If you mess those up, you obviously have the risk of sending people to four hundred four pages, the wrong pages, and you can lose some of that internal link uh, rank if you don't set these up right. Yeah, there like there's there's just a lot of stuff that can go wrong when you're talking about migrating. Um, a domain or a subdomain. Um, worst case, you could lose all of your search rankings <laughs> and have to start from scratch with your new site building up from from zero. Um, best case, you might just lose a little bit of traffic in the short term as Google kind of figures things out. Following these steps and the, these tools helps Google um, understand that you're going through a change and should make that transition as smooth as possible. Yep. Um, you know, a big thing that we, we didn't really mention, but one of the big reasons that this is important is, you know, if let's say you've had, you had an old, uh, an old domain, an old website, um, for 15 years over those 15 years, you might've accrued 10,000 links to that domain, but then you go through a rebranding process and you decide to go from, <laughs> I don't know, Pepperland marketing to the Peppermill. So your new, your new <laughs> website's peppermill.com. Um, if you don't, if you don't have that migration set up, you don't have those redirects in place. It, if it doesn't go smoothly, you lose all of those, those, um, thousands of, of links that you, you accrued and have to start from scratch. And that can have a really, really negative impact on how well you rank, mm-hmm. yeah. what searches you, you appear yeah. for. Totally. Yeah. There are other, so they, they give more resources if you are trying even if even if you're not going to be using this tool within this documentation they give you some advice if you're trying to move from https or H, sorry http to https or www to a non www um but i will say um from the screenshots and such from the tweet in this documentation it seems pretty straightforward uh there are things that you need to do uh to qual- not qual- i don't want to say qualify but um you fulfill the requirements for a website change. So make sure you go through that. But this documentation does a good job of walking you through. Yeah. And if you are in Weary. the process of going <laughs> through a migration or you, you, you know, you, you plan on doing that in the near future, uh, drop us a, drop us a line. Yeah. Drop Even us if a you line. just want a second pair of eyes on something. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to help. Yep. Always here. So cool. Cool, cool, cool. So the next, the next big announcement, which you know we we saw and and we're excited about because we are Wistia users, um, is that Wistia yesterday just announced um, a whole bunch of new stuff focused around this concept called, um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, this concept called brand affinity marketing. Um, so the the name of the an- announcement blog. Is, uh, the title of the announcement blog is Introducing Brand Affinity Marketing, the Best Way to Build a Brand People Love. And this was uh, contributed, this was written by uh, Brendan Schwartz and Chris Savage, who are the, the two founders of Wistia. And what this is specifically is an announcement of a number of different tools that are now available to marketers um, that they can use to to begin building content and begin building um, a brand that people actually care about. To quote from the article, they said, 
We're super excited to share today that we've created new tools and a new strategy to help businesses succeed in the modern marketing world. We're going all in on brand affinity marketing, and we hope you'll join us for this journey. We'll get into the, what this strategy is all about, but first, let's cover some basics. And from there, they, they sort of explain exactly what brand affinity marketing is, how it differs from, from, from other terms you might know. Um, just to quickly recap, because I mean, the article does a much better job of explaining this than we can in three minutes on a podcast. Um, but if you're not sure what brand affinity is, um, it's a measure of how much people care about your brand. You know, do they do they feel positively about your brand? Do they feel negatively about your brand? Do they just not care at all about your brand? Um, you might be more familiar with the term brand awareness, and that's a measure of whether or not people know who you are. But brand affinity is a measure of whether or not people care who you are. And brand affinity marketing, to use Wistia's definition, is specifically a process that businesses can follow to create and distribute binge-worthy content with a goal of positively impacting the overall sentiment, perception, and value of the brand. Um, think of it like, we've all seen those funny videos, those funny ads on um, Facebook. Uh, I forget that there's one agency that does a, an amazing job. They did like the, the poopery um, so stuff. The that's the Harmon Brothers. I actually yeah, attended their um, session at Inbound. It was interesting. Damn. But we know how effective that stuff yeah. is. It's you know it's it's funny. I've I've clicked on an ad, watched it, and then just watched the auto suggested ads that follow because they're they're entertaining. Um, and that's sort of the concept behind this this new playbook. Yeah. Um, how was that talk? By the way, it was interesting. Um, Did they show funny videos? Heavy on the video. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they give a a really cool playbook. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's 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 gonna be pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean the, the they they break it down into I guess it's five, but it's technically four steps and easy chunks to kind of understand this. They're really trying to leverage the importance, which I I get. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. I, yeah, we we obviously don't have time to walk through the entire playbook, but it's yeah, definitely just some of the some of the new, stuff, some of the new features um, that they're rolling out. Um, you know, just very quickly. So Wistia channels. Um, that's think of that sort of like um, I don't know, like you know Instagram TV. Um, like yeah, but mm-hmm. this has been around for the paid accounts. It's now available for um, the free and pro users. So that's really exciting. Um, there's now uh, channel subscribers. It's so that means that there's fun- they've rolled out functionality that allows people to directly subscribe to your channels, which wasn't possible in the past. Um, this integrates with Wistia's email functionality, so that whenever you publish new content, they'll get a notification. It just makes it pretty you know straightforward and seamless. Um, they you can now export data from your Wistia account and sync it up with your Facebook ads um, manager account in order to create custom audiences and uh, look like audiences. So you can retarget them based on how they've interacted with uh, the content on your website, which is awesome. And there's now, so there, there's always AB, fun- or not always, but there has been AB testing functionality, um, for, again, for the, the higher paying tiers. Um, but that functionality has now also been rolled out to, to the free and pro plans. So a lot of a lot of new stuff to play with. Um, and yeah, so if you use Wistia or if you're thinking about using Wistia, 
we recommend it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's really cool. I, I and aside from just this updated functionality, just like the updated functionality of hosting and the the ability to put CTAs and videos and stuff like that is, I think everything about Wistia is nice, clean, and sleek, and really, really cool. So check it out. It's a lot of information, especially when you go through that playbook. Uh, anything else for Wistia, Tim? Uh, I mean, those, they, there's a lot. They, they, they announced a lot in the last couple of days. Um, we have a bunch of links. We're going to have a bunch of links in the show notes that you can take a look at. Um, in addition to two like write-ups that they did, they also have a, sort of an announcing announcement webinar, which is kind of cool, kind of fun. I knew something, the, thing, the funny thing is I knew something was coming from Wistia because I had been seeing a lot of Facebook ads from Wistia about mm. their sort of new, um, this content push where it's like yeah. the, the channels. And I hadn't been seeing that stuff until a few weeks ago. And then I was, and now there's this. So that explains a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Onto the app of the week, which you brought. Yeah. Um, so this, I, I discovered thanks to some of our partners over at Databox. Um, it's a tool called Beam Us Up. And what it is, so Beam Us Up is a free SEO crawler uh, that allows marketers uh, and webmasters to identify issues and errors that might be negatively impacting their sites. Um, it's you know things like missing titles, unoptimized and missing meta descriptions, duplicate content, things like that. Um, it's a lot like Screaming Frog, which is a tool that we we use and that we love, but uh, you know, this one's free. <laughs> um, and what I really love about the tool, I haven't played around with it extensively, but what I really love about it is that it's really easy to use. Um, like it's, you run the crawl um, and there's a summary report that allows you to sort of drill into specific issues. So um, let's say you you want to spend the day specifically working on um, updating unoptimized meta descriptions and title tags. Like you can specifically click on that issue and get a list of all of the affected pages and then just work through it in a very organized and structured way, um, which I don't know. It just it, It's a more efficient way of working than trying clicking around, finding things. A lot of these crawler t- crawling tools sort of just gives you a big dump of um, all URLs and it's up to you to drill into each URL and determine what issues um, there are. Uh, Ryan does a lot of this kind of fix yeah. stuff, so I don't know how helpful that would be well, to what, you. What I, what I will say is that uh, while I, I think this is great and in, in for one particular reason is because it can export That's their directly thing, yeah. into a spreadsheet. So a lot of the tools that I use, whether it be <coughs> SEMrush or Sitebulb, um, I, I, I rarely, I rarely yeah. use... Um, Screaming Frog. Screaming Frog. But the time it takes to export one particular issue. Like, let's say it is, um, I don't know, duplicate title tags, I guess. I'm just looking at this right here. Um, from uh, from Sitebulb, I have to export that, download it to my computer, then upload it to Google Sheets because there's no direct export of the entire thing. You can export the entire thing, uh, but this seems a little bit more... It's just more actionable. Accessible. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is, and I, I, I haven't used it uh, yet, but I watched the video. It seems it seems it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty I, straightforward. But uh, I will say, the interface 
isn't that I mean, you mentioned amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. but it's, it's free. a free tool. What can yeah. well, so that's, what, that's, that's the thing. Like you mentioned SEM. We love SEM rush. We use their, their SEO check. What is it? What's the report called? I uh, always forget. Yeah. On page SEO site he- uh, site, site health. health. So yeah. we, use, we use their site health um, report. Which their interface isn't amazing either. No, but like, if you look at that, you'll, it's clear that that's a, that's a really powerful tool. Um, yep. This doesn't do as much as that by any means, but right. this, comes at you know a zero dollar cost compared to multi hundred dollar yeah. a month cost um i think for the average startup business or yeah. you know early stage business that is trying to break into the seo organic kind of thing this is a perfect amazing yeah. tool that everyone should yeah. be using or just just anyone um who's trying to understand technical SEO yeah, absolutely. and you know they, they don't have when you're first starting out there's no reason to pay um that much money for a tool like learn learn the basics first use do what you can for free and then you know once you know what you're actually doing and you know you can have that impact then consider something like SEM Rush or, or even I mean site bulb isn't too expensive but yeah this will I mean this will get you a long way though I think so definitely check it out Cool. And uh, thank you again to Databox, who sent around a survey asking about favorite tools, and that was one that I hadn't heard of before. So Shout out Databox. Yeah, thanks, Databox. Cool. On to the lightning round, I think. All right. Yeah. Is this going to be Kelsey's? Uh, Kelsey's lightning yeah. round this week, yeah. Taking over. Okay, so number one, Google is rolling out incognito mode for Maps. So I took a look at this quickly. Um Basically, what they're doing is allowing users to sign in, but then use incognito mode to hide their location data. So Google's not actually collecting any of your personal information when you're using Maps. Here's That's a cool. Here's a question. So, yeah. <laughs> the last time I was trying to plan a surprise like event for <laughs> for my for my ex, um, <laughs> I was researching places to go on Google Maps. And then she happened to use my phone and saw that I was researching these places and the surprise was was broken. Does it hide activity like like recently searched for or no? That is a good question. Because that I, would be super helpful for me. <laughs> I would assume that it does more than usual. So what I've noticed is that even incognito mode on desktop or uh, I don't think phone as much, but I don't really use it on my phone. A desktop specifically... I still see some recent searches. Yeah. I think it's it's obviously much less, um, gotcha. but I'd be interested to check it out. That's cool, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two, Google to update Googlebox user agent in December. Yeah, I haven't read this. Um, I don't know that it's going to be um, anything groundbreaking, but it's something we we got to pay attention to because depending on what those changes are, there could be some, some significant impacts. Um, there was that announcement a few at this point, I think about a year ago that Googlebot's um, becoming evergreen. Was so, that a year ago? Uh, almost, yeah. The announcement was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when was I.O.? About a year. Yeah, I don't. No way. I don't, I don't exactly know, um, but it was. Well, I, no, I think I think I.O. might have been after the initial announcement. I don't. When? I'm not I sure. Get, oh, it was uh, May. So it I think was in May. so I think there was a there was a pre-announcement last fall. Right, right. And but I'm saying I, like yeah. the conference because I don't I, I I can't remember correctly because 
I don't even know what date is today, but um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they rolled it out officially after or during IO, which was in May. I, it doesn't really matter, but yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, redesigned Google Shopping goes live with price tracking, Google Lens for outfits, and more. So basically, Google Shopping is getting a facelift, and they're introducing a few new features in there. Um, so I'll be interested to see what that looks like in action. I'm so afraid of the lens. I haven't <laughs> used it. I think it. it's so cool. It's but cool, I'm but so afraid of it. Yeah, I haven't used it personally. But yeah, it might be uh, you know a good thing to 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 read up on if you are an e-commerce site. Mm-hmm. For sure. And finally, twelve techniques to reduce your Facebook ad spend. I Who looked at love this spending, saving some money. Yeah, I, I looked at this real quick, um, just because I had semi first exposure to Facebook ads a couple weeks ago, and I don't know why it took so long, but um, <laughs> it's definitely cool. Uh, this comes um, social media. Hang on, social media examiner. I listen to their podcast a lot, um, but yeah, definitely cool, and, and some actionable tips in there if you're looking to uh, optimize your ads. Yeah, and um, just two other quick updates that I just found on, well, we love HubSpot and just found a couple of updates on HubSpot. Um, so there, there's now, uh, just announced um, yesterday, there's now new functionality that lets you prioritize um, the order in which chat flows display on your website if you're if you're utilizing those. Um, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I haven't read into this, but there's now, you can now set up multiple NPS surveys and send them to different cohorts of customers and in different languages. Um, a lot easier to clone and delete. And NPS? NPS. Yeah, so for those that don't know, that's Net Promoter Score. Cool, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we actually talked about that a lot during the account management stuff, which I don't want to interrupt your second article. But well, that was that was all I had. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, NPS was, I, they were putting a huge emphasis on it, so maybe that's something that, agencies or people in general need to to reach out for basically what that is is getting customer feedback so a lot of the times there's nothing in place i don't know if we have necessarily a process for gathering feedback a lot of the times we just like oh hey thanks this is great you guys are awesome and maybe it's during a meeting or something but Mm -hmm. uh they're saying that it's important to get that information maybe send out a survey monkey or you know however you're doing it yeah um but the the only way to improve is to actually get feedback and implement something. Well, and beyond that, just, um, you know, testimonials, reviews, they're helpful in general. Totally, um, totally. So one way or another, you should be collecting that information. Speaking of reviews, if you like this episode, <laughs> <laughs> uh, please go to anywhere where you find your podcast and leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate it and share it with your friends. Tell your mom, your friends, your brother, sister, uncle, aunt, all of them. Everyone you know. Everyone you know. And um, if you have... Oh. Oh, God. I was going to jump well, the gun. No. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to call us, tweet us, reach out in some kind of way, and we will help you out with whatever you need. And we'll come out to you next week. Sorry, Tim. I took care. <laughs>